the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. Remember a couple months ago when we were planning our summers and we were like, this, <laughs> this is going to be the best summer ever. We were so young. <laughs> we were so innocent. And now basically everything's canceled. All of the things are canceled. I saw yesterday even a lot of Canada Day celebrations across the country starting to get canceled. Oh, that's into, a rough one. We're into July now. Well, Premier Doug Ford gave us a little bit of hope earlier this week. He was doing a radio interview and he suggested, you know, we're looking at Victoria Day maybe we can open up some stuff. We'll see. So a lot of news outlets, of course, heard that clip, ran with it. And so he clarified during his daily press conference yesterday, Victoria Day, absolutely not going to happen. No celebrations, Mm -mm, not happening. But that's not to say you can't still have fun during Victoria Day this year. Yeah, we're probably still going to be on lockdown. But that's not stopping me from putting on a flannel shirt, getting the cooler out, ice, Local beer, crank Paul Brandt and the Tragically Hip and yell, May do more! The local beer thing is important, too. There's a lot of good local brewers. The beer is good. And you can get some edibles from the Ontario Cannabis Store. You can have a weekend that you are totally going to forget. If that's your thing. Because we all just want to forget right now. Different areas, they've set up snitch lines so that you can snitch on people who aren't following social distancing. Do we have one here? Have I, you heard, heard? I haven't heard of one here. Asking for a friend, of the, course. Sir. So the worry here, experts are saying that in some communities, the snitch lines are tearing apart communities in this time where we need to come together. It might actually be backfiring because then people have something to rebel against now. You, you, got a, you got a nosy neighbor who you know never liked you, but he sees you walking the dog and he's calling yeah. the snitch line. Yeah. That hussy guy's walking his dog for the third time today. And he's playing basketball outside with his kid. His smile's too big. It upsets me. Old man peeking through his blinds. In the his Coopers home. are spreading too much manure again. Oh, it's one of those mornings uh, in Huron County. How does that apply to social distancing? I don't know, but do something about it. Pretty sure there's two in the tractor. The Vanden Heuvels have been going outside too much. Mm. They're like 20 feet away from their home. Fortunately, I don't think we're seeing this here. People are doing a really good job at this thing, and it really is showing in the numbers. So keep up the good work. And also, people in Huron County live two kilometers away from their closest neighbor. That helps as well. And you can save your snitching for after the pandemic. Yeah, do it after the pandemic. Just wait a couple weeks or months. I don't know. We'll see. An India couple has named their newborn Sanitizer. Little Sanny. Isn't that cute? <laughs> Says it's their contribution in the fight against COVID-19. And How does it, that help? If they give her up for adoption, she can be Little Orphan Sanny. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. Got COVID tomorrow. No, she's sanitizer. She would not have the COVID. Fair uh, enough. And remember those twins we talked about a couple of weeks ago, COVID and Corona, the COVID and Corona <laughs> twins. And oh, why do parents hate their kids? Precious little lockdown. Now, all of these names have come out of India and it's somewhat traditional to name your child something you're going through right now to remember this moment. Is that true? Is that what they do in Indian culture? Yeah, it seems to be a bit of a traditional thing there, but we don't really do this here, but if we did, there's a lot of good names that we could name our children. Especially during this pandemic, right? We're going through a lot right now. No more screen time for you, little Netflix. Finish everything on your plate, little marriage counseling. OSD, you're so silly. That's short for social distancing. 
Clean up your toys, antidepressants. Time for your nap, little government stimulus. Stop hitting your sister, cowbell brewing. Wipe that smile off your face, face mask. Try not to lie to myself. This job is not ditch digging. You work a lot harder than me, so this isn't a woe is me story. I talk for a living, and then I go home and I nap because that tires me out. On Friday, go home to lay down for a nap, and there's just all this honking. It's incessant. It's like every third car is honking. I'm thinking there's either a row of naked ladies along the street, or somebody has erected a honk if you're horny billboard outside my house. So I go outside to investigate. My neighbor right across the road, I guess it was her birthday. Oh, so people were making it special for her in and this there was, time of trouble. There was a sign that said honk for this person's birthday. Oh, that's lovely. And then I felt bad. One person's joy is another person's sorrow. That's okay. That just happens sometimes. That doesn't apply to every well, situation. The honks that were bringing this birthday girl joy were bringing you sorrow because you were trying to nap. It wasn't sorrow. I was just upset I couldn't take a little nappy new in the afternoon. Inconvenience. Perhaps. Either way, I just went upstairs and played Nintendo, so it was fine. Missing sports yesterday, so we got out the Coop game. Played that in the backyard with the kids and my wife. Explain what Coop is. It's an old Viking game where you have sticks and you have to knock over other sticks, basically. It sounds like fun in 1847. Thousands of years old. Oh, it goes way back further than that. I believe you. Yeah. It's fun, though. It's this game with sticks. But baseball's back in Taiwan. See, Taiwan has done a really good job on handling the coronavirus. Only had six deaths out of 24 million people. They pretty much eradicated the thing. They like their baseball there, and they got baseball back, except they don't have fans in the stands. So to compensate, they put cardboard cutouts and mannequins in the stands. Is it like our Matt and Fatty cutouts? Oh, yeah. They got those things in the stands? Maybe we could play sports and have Matt and Fatty cutouts watch us. We should offer to send one of our cutouts to Taiwan. Maybe Matt and Fatty could be sitting in the crowd of a Taiwanese baseball game. That would be awesome. And maybe we could have a beer in their hand at one point because, let's face it, baseball's not that interesting. You need to get drunk to enjoy it. There you go. That's my take anyways. What sport do you miss most? Probably hockey. Yeah, hockey's up there. OHL hockey. Love watching the Knights. Mm-hmm. I just grew up a Knights fan, so yeah. yeah, the hockey. The hockey will be back at some point. I don't know when. It'll be back, though. And if not, start praying. Until then, keep your hockey stick distance going so that we can... Get back to sports sooner. Look at you relating hockey to social distancing. Thief in New Brunswick chose the wrong truck to steal. This guy was getting gas at, well, gas station. Left his truck. (laughs) Where was he getting gas, Matthew? At a gas station. Important detail. Went in to pay. Thief went off with his truck. Led to a pursuit by the RCMP. But what this thief didn't know, this guy who owned the truck, his dad owns a personal chopper, a helicopter. The guy owns a helicopter (laughs) and he used said helicopter to search the skies for his truck because, as you know, there's a pandemic and nobody's going anywhere. So the truck was easy to spot and then they basically just had to call the police and tell them exactly where this truck was. Picked the wrong truck to steal. That's always my worry. I love those videos of people trying to break into somebody's home, but then the guy whose house it is knows corrupt and just like beats the snot out of of the burglar. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a wonderful justice. So you never know who you're going to rob. They could own a helicopter. Hell, half the barns in Huron County could have a chopper in them. That's why crime doesn't pay. Just assume everyone who owns a truck also owns a chopper. An engineer has created a device 
for the Times. He calls it the social stick. Basically, a radio antenna folds out six feet exactly so you can pull this out in the grocery store or wherever and say, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, you're not standing six feet apart. He invented measuring tape. Basically. Well, it's a little more convenient than that. This fits in your purse. So does the measuring tape. You're right. Can the measuring tape go six feet without flopping, though? Yeah. Real tradesmen can do that. Come on, Matthew. Measuring tape's funnier, too. Yeah. (laughs) Just carry the measuring tape around. Pull that out at the grocery store. And if you really want to punish somebody, you'll extend it pretty far and then whip it back into the tape and cut them. Yeah, if it doesn't get your eye first. Yeah, there you go. I want one that uses laser technology, like a six-foot laser that comes out. It's basically a lightsaber. A lightsaber would be kind of cool, though. Lightsabers at the grocery store? They're not quite six feet, though. You clearly haven't seen the new Star Wars. No. (laughs) So yesterday, you came over to help me change my tires. Thank you. That was really nice. Just in time for possible snowfalls later this week. Yeah, I said, isn't that just the way? I'm thinking I'm late in the game to get the all seasons on. Now we're getting snow this weekend. I'm helping you change the tires. And so I said, well, I should probably get my son out here. He should be learning this too. And he's right around driving age. Good time to learn how to change a tire. Not hard to do, but a good thing to know for when you need it. So I offered, he said, well, it's all right. I'll just YouTube it. That's what the kids do now. Just YouTube it. I'll just YouTube it. In his defense, I do this sometimes too. Instead of actually learning how to do something, I just know that my other brain called YouTube will be there for me if I need them. There's YouTube instructions for everything. I don't know. It, it, you should learn. It was a good skill it. to learn. Yeah. Cause it always surprises you. It's never going to be convenient when you have to change a tire. There's going to be a time. You should always learn how to change that. I tire. felt like such an old man. My instinct was, Oh, you gotta learn this thing. You damn kids. <laughs> but you had to teach me first. You were sort of my teacher yesterday. Was I? And then I'll pass that knowledge on to my son. There you go. It's just the circle of life. It's the circle of life. You're welcome, son. Yes. I'm talking to you. Remember in the before times we would go outside? Pre-corona? Pre-corona. We (laughs) would do things. Back in 2020 PC. There was events. There was outdoors and you could go to the bluffs along the lake here on shoreline and take a photo of you with the beautiful blue lake as the backdrop. It was fantastic. Well, we're here to warn you, be careful for when the aftertimes come, because you could die. A sad story out of Turkey. A woman has plunged 115 feet to her death after celebrating the lifting of lockdown measures there. She went out to celebrate and thought she would take a photo by this waterfall and fell off. Another tragic selfie death. That's a tough one. And what worries me is that been in lockdown for so long, we might forget some basic things. Like, we might forget that we can't stand on the edge of a cliff and take a selfie. Yeah, that's an easy thing to forget. (laughs) That cliffs are high and we can't survive the fall. My sister was telling me she's afraid that she's forgotten how to drive. And I'm worried that some of us haven't driven in a long time. And when we're finally released to go, we're going to forget how to drive. It's tough, man. We're just here to remind you, if you're going to be on the edge of the bluffs, taking a photo with the sunset and Lake Huron in the back, just be very careful. Watch your step. Also, be careful in downtown Grand Bend as well. Not because there's any bluffs, but just beer glass all over the place. Steel-toed boots is what we recommend. Number of observations of wildlife reclaiming spaces that humans are usually on. Beautiful video of a beach in Oregon. Whole herd of elk. We're just walking along the beach. What a beautiful sight that is. A beach that would normally be filled with people and plastic and jet skis and noise. What a nice change this is. Maybe humans should go away for a few months every year. Those weren't elk. Those were (laughs) vegans. They look the same. Oh. They look the same. But in Mexico, the crocodiles have returned to roam the sand.
sand, enjoying the beach. Hell no, no, dude. no way. The people leave for just a bit, and the crocodiles come back. They usually stay away when all the tourists are there. Yeah, no, thank you. It makes you thankful to live in a place like Huron County. We don't have anything that'll try to kill you here. Yeah, the worst we have to worry about is those sand fleas, which you don't notice till you get home, and then you get big rash all over your legs. Get the odd black bear, the odd drunk guy walking back from the Duke at two in the morning. Not much deadly in Huron County. So if the threat of getting the coronavirus isn't enough to keep some people indoors, what about the threat of being locked up with ghosts? Region in Indonesia doing just that. The people tend to be less scientific, more into the supernatural. So it's actually working for them. So people who are breaking the stay-at-home orders, they're sending them to an island that has a bunch of abandoned buildings and this island is supposed to be haunted. Sending the people there. We got haunted places here in Huron County. The jail, for one. The Huron County Historic Jail. That place is haunted. We could do this. Or if you really want to freak people out for going outside when they don't have to, send them to a Central Huron Council meeting. There's been a lot of fire fatalities in Ontario since January, basically since this uh, pandemic started. 65% increase from last year. What's going on here? Well, what's going on? According to Ontario Fire Marshal John Pegg, he's saying that there's this rumor going around that if you have a medical mask, whether it's an N95 mask or the traditional cloth one, you can disinfect it or sterilize it by putting it in the microwave, which... He says, A, not true, and B, a lot of those N95 masks have the steel nose thing, so you can press it down and clamp it down on your nose. That sparks in the microwave and causes a fire. Not a good idea. Microwaves are supposed to be used for just food, apparently. Yeah, you can't put your clothes in there, apparently, but we've all done that, right? Something is wet or you need to warm a t-shirt or something that you want to put on. I need that t-shirt for school. Throw it in the microwave. Just hit the pizza button. It'll be fine. Usually the same as a pizza. No, the fire marshal says, "Mm mm-mm. Do not do this. Mm Mm-mm. He he didn't say don't do this. He said, "Mm -mm." Uh -uh. Mm -mm. Uh mm-mm. Uh-uh. That's what he was recommendation for pizza pockets. I wish he waved his finger a little more. Mm Mm-mm. Should I eat pizza pockets? You can mm-hmm. eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can eat those. You can. You, you shouldn't, but you can. Legally, you can. Right. They've actually been conducting minor court hearings on Zoom as courthouses, of course, have been shut down during the pandemic. There's a judge in Florida not happy with some of the attorneys. His message to them, get out of bed and put on some clothes. Put on some pants, you lazy lawyers. <laughs> I mean, this must be a remarkable time for people who have to wear suits to work. And all of a sudden they're working at home and they're like, this is amazing. Sweatbands, I don't have to shower. Professional jobs. They must be just loving this. One lawyer appeared shirtless, a male lawyer, and one female attorney appeared still in bed still under the covers (laughs) on one of the court hearings you gotta dress up a little bit gotta go into radio dude whether there's a pandemic or not sweatpants all day every day officials in california they took drastic measures to prevent skaters from violating the stay-at-home orders oh those skaters they're such troublemakers said don't go to the skate park so what do they do they dumped 37 tons of sand on the skate park. Well, that'll stop a skateboard. Oh, but that didn't stop the skaters from reinventing themselves. You know what they did? They turned it into a dirt bike track. Yes! <laughs>
<laughs> it's terrible. I mean, not cool to defy the orders, but you got to give them credit for the ingenuity for sure. Ooh, <laughs> A for creativity for sure. And you know the same thing would probably happen if they did that here in Huron County if they filled up Bannister Park. This is the country, dude. I see dirt bikes riding around all the time. People would just take their dirt bikes to the skate park. Well, we could just use salt here, just dump salt in it. Ooh. Yeah. And then not- everybody could just come and sprinkle some on their salad. Oh. I don't know. Maybe all the chefs would show up then. There's no winning. Spanish officials are apologizing after they sprayed their beach with bleach. Why? They were hoping it would protect children from catching the coronavirus. This was just a day before children were allowed to get out for a bit. And they thought, well, let's spray the beach with bleach. That'll stop the coronavirus. What a stupid thing to do. It's a living environment. That bleach probably killed eggs, plants, you name it. Environmentalists in a rage about it. Are they in a rage or did you read that they were in a rage? They said it's just the most absurd thing to do. And it ruins the taste of that perfectly good sand too. Oh, I just love going to the Goddard Beach getting a mouthful of sand. Well, my kids used to put the sand in their mouth. Half of the job when you went to the beach was just keeping the sand out of the kids' mouths. I was kidding, but that really happens? Yeah. That's a thing parents deal with? Yeah, they put everything in their mouth. Sand. This looks tasty. I've heard young kids are just always trying to die. Running into traffic, running into open bodies of water, touching animals they have no business touching. Uh, You've seen puppies play. The same with them. Like, you put stuff in front of them, they just have to chew on it. They just have to eat everything, it seems like. And researchers say kids are the puppies of the human world. Pretty much. Sotheby's has put an auction together, a virtual auction to raise funds for the coronavirus and bid on things like singing with Sting of the police. Is my grandma bidding on this auction? No, that's like my generation. I would love to like hang out with Sting. That's what I said, my grandma. Okay, you can get taught Shakespearean acting by Patrick Stewart. This really? Is, this is all done with video conferencing. You can basically hang out with them. You can hang out with Sasha Baron Cohen. Borat. You, yeah, you'd like to do that, right? Yeah, he's, he's interesting. I don't want to, like, I just want to talk to them. Like Patrick Stewart, the Shakespearean acting. He's a great Shakespearean actor, but he was Captain Picard in Star Trek. I want to talk about I know. that. I wouldn't want to hear about Shakespeare. I'd be like talking Star Trek the whole time. I don't want a singing lesson from Sting. Hey, he's not the greatest singer in the world, but he's had a storied career. I just want to see Patrick Stewart's pitch. Like, I don't need singing lessons from Dolly Parton. I just want to talk to Dolly Parton. I know. I want to, like, chit-chat with Tim McGraw. Smoke some weed with Willie Nelson. No kidding. It's legal here. It's probably not legal where he is, but that's not going to stop Willie. Have some cookies with Carrie Underwood. That would be more fun. Carrie Underwood, I'd want to be like, what's Ryan Seacrest really like? Right. Give me the dirt behind American Idol. Yeah. Is that what you really look like? Western University researchers studying this whole two-meter space between people rule that the public health guidelines have insisted on. They say it might not be far enough. They've been testing coughs in a cough chamber. What's a cough chamber? It's a two-meter enclosed cube with an opening. Participants cough into it, and it's got a camera and lasers, and they study how these droplets travel. And apparently the droplets from a cough can reach a person standing six feet away in just three seconds. Ew. So that whole polite thing in the grocery store, if someone coughs and you just like slowly turn your back and try not to be too rude. You got to run. You get out of there. You dart as fast as you can. You drop your groceries and you leave the store. Dive to the floor. There is a cough shame (laughs) that happens now. There is. People are afraid to cough in public. Oh, I would be. 
Yeah, and you got to remind people, I'm not sick. I'm just high. I just smoked weed right now. Be so funny, though, if someone coughs and you just dive to the ground. <laughs> you just hit the deck. What's happening? Bunch of people dropping in Zayers. What's happening? They're wondering what's someone going on. Someone coughed. Someone coughed. So even when you're 2.5 meters away, 8.2 feet, the airflow in the cough can still be moving at 200 millimeters a second. So the little droplets are fast movers. Yeah, so if somebody coughs in the general area, you don't have to panic, but just burn your clothes when you get home. When I was in high school, we learned how to type on ribbon typewriters. The 40s were a simpler time. What's a typewriter? It looks like a keyboard. Like a Commodore 64 where the computer's in the keyboard. No, it has ink in it and there's these metallic letters that go up and strike the ink and then it puts the letter onto your page so you can write letters. Is it horse-powered? Is there a donkey attached to this thing? No, you had to like use your fingers. Ooh, sounds like a lot of work. Microsoft Word, they've done an update to their software and they're saying that the two spaces between sentences is wrong. It comes up as an error. Do you put two spaces? I thought everybody put one space. This is what we learned in school. After every sentence, you go space bar twice. Two space thing was a result of the letters being too close on the typewriter or something. It goes way back. Microsoft Word's deciding to let us know now that we're not supposed to do that. This would drive me nuts. I'm not going to use Microsoft Word unless there's a way of turning this off. You're a two-spacer, eh? Yeah. They said the devil would be attractive. A Toronto woman really happy she got breast implants. Saved her life. So she was walking down the street, felt some pain on the left side of her chest, looked down, saw some blood, went to the emergency room. Turned out she had been shot. She didn't even realize it. A bullet traveled through her left breast implant. So the implant took all the the, the force and it ricocheted off her left implant and then over to her right implant, which completely flipped around and totally saved her life. There was like this pinball going on inside her for a second. <laughs> Good <laughs> Back Lord. Back and forth, but it saved her life. I'm glad she's okay. A lot of people don't realize this. My butt implant saved me from an armed robbery once. Wow. The knife didn't even go through. Incredible. Your nose job stopped a head-on crash on Highway 21. Amazing what implants can do. Yeah. <laughs> You're on County Man. Using one of the dating services you use on your phone. A lot of people do this now. Met somebody, decided to send an inappropriate photo. We've all been there, or at least we've all thought about it. He sent it, and the person on the other side said, Hey, if you don't send me money, I'm going to send this inappropriate photo to your friends, your family, your colleagues. Uh, people you work with are going to see this photo. Ooh. So he paid up. To the tune of 8000 bucks over five months. Eight grand oh, in this man. economy. I've had similar messages in my junk mail that basically says, like, I got photos of you doing something on this computer or whatever. And I'm like, I don't even have camera on my computer. So. I emailed you that. Oh. OPP saying, make sure you think about when you hit send on your smartphone before you send any kind of inappropriate photos. That's good advice as well. But if you're going to send those photos, make sure your face isn't in the photo. No kidding. Because then if they try to expose you... That could be anybody's package in that photo. If your face isn't in it, there are so many package photos on the internet. You could be just say, not my package. You just say, that's not my package. How can you identify mine? Unless you have a tattoo on yours like Mad Hussy does. Also, be careful uh, on these Zoom calls. I've seen reports of people naked on those accidentally. They think their camera's off. Nobody's wearing pants doing Zoom conference calls. Exactly. So the risk is high. So be careful out there, folks. Just make sure you don't stand up while you're doing one of those Zoom calls for work. It can be really bad. Trust me. 
it's with a heavy heart that I'm announcing the delay of the 2021 emojis. They're moving from March until September of 2021 because of the coronavirus. Can't they draw these emojis from home? Is this a story? That What new emojis were supposed to be coming in March of next year? We don't know because they're not creating them right now. Is there going to be like an orange poop emoji? I don't know, but there should be maybe some Corona-themed emojis come then to represent this pandemic, like social distancing. I guess we already have a hockey stick. We can use that. We need a speaking moistly emoji. Ooh, that's a good one. You could just use the vomit emoji, mist coming out of someone's mouth. No, you just need the emoji of a bearded guy and then a rain emoji afterwards. Right. Bearded okay. guy with his mouth open, rain emoji after. Perhaps the exhausted parent emoji or the healthcare worker or retail worker with a halo over their head emoji. The bored teenager emoji or the teacher doing a Zoom conference call with their classmates emoji. Yes, there's a lot of them. There's an Italian company proposing plexiglass beach cubicles for pandemic summer fun. So the idea would be <laughs> we could bring these things to our beach in Amberley, let's say. It's a bunch of cubicles. They're glass, so the sun can still get through. You can still tan in there, but it keeps you separated from all the other people on the beach because you know how busy Huron County beaches get. Not sure how this is going to play out here in the summer, but there's room in these things for a couple chairs and an umbrella, and the plexiglass is apparently UV protected too. Oh, nice. So you won't get a sunburn, apparently. But, but do you really want to go from your work cubicle to a beach cubicle? Not really. <laughs> this doesn't sound nice to me at all. And it doesn't seem like it would help to protect against the coronavirus. Rather than being in the open air, you're locked in this cubicle. And isn't that a breeding ground for coronavirus? I would think so. On these walls is where it's going to stay. There's more likelihood of getting coronavirus in these cubicles, I would think. I don't know. You just got to do what every normal person does when they can't leave the house. You just get a 200 watt light bulb and you sit under that and you just cook and you cook and you cook. Yeah. And then you peel off all the skin in one big sheet. I feel like my dog sitting in the window soaking up the sun. Me yeah. on the beach in a plexiglass thing. Nah. Yeah, we got to take our note from cats and dogs. We got to sit in that beam of sunlight that comes through your front door. Oh. Got to learn to enjoy the little things. I've been fighting with my dog for that space. It's a small space. Is that one space? And it's light. only there for like 20 minutes. Oh, it's glorious. <laughs> Move, Uber. I want the light. Get out of the way. One of the hottest sellers these days is disinfecting shoe mats. That's not a real thing. You made that up. It's a real thing. People are putting these in their entrance and it somehow disinfects the bottom of your shoes, which we have learned can spread the coronavirus. If you go out to the grocery store, it can attach itself to your shoes. We've but, been taking our shoes off outside just as a practice. Wouldn't that be the same philosophy as like you have to wash the tires on your truck or car because those could be dirty with corona as well? Why would you need to wash the bottom of your shoes or disinfect them? You're not doing the dishes with your shoes on your hands, I hope. Well, speak for yourself. I don't bring my vehicle into the living room, so it's a little bit different. But I, do you bring your shoes into the living room? What the hell, man? Yeah, we wear our shoes into the house. We no! used to. We oh. used to. But the house has never been so clean since this coronavirus. <laughs> it's nice. Don't even have to vacuum. 500% in sales of these disinfecting shoe mats. It seems bizarre. Who knew that was even a thing? It got me thinking, can I wear sandals this summer or do I have to put gloves on my feet first? I think you should be cooking with your hands and not your feet is all I'm saying. Thanks for the tip. You're welcome. So there's this little boy in Australia, eight years old, named Corona. No! Yeah, but it, it's been his name for a long time. Corona DeVries. 
and really liked his name. And all of a sudden, there's this disease called the coronavirus. And oh, of course, no. the coronavirus. He's getting bullied, said he's very sad and angry. And so Tom Hanks heard about this. He wrote, actually, Tom Hanks saying, hey, I heard you had the disease and said, I'm feeling sad because people are teasing me because my name is Corona. But Tom Hanks wrote back a really nice letter. He said, your letter made my wife and I feel so wonderful. You know, you are the only person I've ever known to have the name Corona, like the ring around the sun. I didn't know that's what that's called. So that's what he was named after. And Tom Hanks also sent him a Corona brand typewriter, the old typewriters, old school typewriters, and said, hey, write me a letter back and we'll be pen pals. That's cool. That's pretty sweet. Yeah. Sent him an antique typewriter, Corona typewriter, made him feel better. Is that thoughtful or ridiculous, sending a child a typewriter? I think he would feel pretty cool with a typewriter like that. If it's from Tom Hanks. He said, like, <laughs> if you gave yeah. your son a typewriter, you, I have to imagine your kid would be like, dude, give me an iPhone. How much money did you spend on these things? They're not in production anymore. The kid's named Corona. Yeah, this is coming from a guy named Fatty. Right. Right. So he told him to ask a grown-up how the typewriter works and write me. P.S. You got a friend in me. Oh, nicely <laughs> done. Tom Hanks, everybody's hero. If it's coming from Tom Hanks, it's a good deed. Yeah. So this happened on Good Morning America. Reporter Will Reeve was going via satellite from his home. Figured that the banner on the bottom of the screen was covering his lower half. When they came out of the scene, all of a sudden the banner's off. And it looks like he's wearing shorts or his underwear. He's sitting down and you can see his legs and you can see that his legs aren't covered. He has boxer briefs on. You'd almost think he did this as a joke, but apparently he didn't. He wanted to work out after this was all over. So it's trying to be efficient, but embarrassed himself. He's Christopher Reeve's son, actually. Superman. The old Superman. Yeah, the old Superman. The Richard Donner Superman. So much like his dad, I guess. His dad wore his underwear on the outside of his clothes, at Shame least. on you. Uh, Shame on you for <laughs> that comparison. He does look a lot like yeah. Superman. He has a super ability to forget his pants in the morning. You see Will Reeve trending on Twitter? It's because there is a pantless guy. You do it one time. But you do it every day. You have a career in radio. There's a study out of Australia showing that females are more likely than males to reach for the junk food when you're under stress. Do you do this? Well, let's be clear. This was done on mice. It was done on mice. So we don't use the word women because it was just female mice. And the female mice, when put under stress, were more likely to go for the snacky snacks. Yeah, Put the, put the males and females under stress, then they released them to the food. Females binged eight. They ate their whole day's worth in just a matter of minutes. They whereas, watched more Gossip Girl, too. It was bizarre. It was bizarre, but the male mice like, just sort of gradually ate. So <laughs> they figure this could be true with people as well. Not necessarily true of people, but how would you even go about testing this on people? I mean, getting a, a wide sloth of the population to be inside under stress in situations where there's nothing to do but eat. I don't know a situation where you could do that with people. I know, it's too bad we don't have a situation like that. The world will never know. Bad news for soap opera fans. The most popular daytime TV dramas are close to running out of episodes. In fact, today's the day. The Young and the Restless and The Bold and the Beautiful, you'll see your last episode. My mom watched Young and the Restless growing up. I remember there was one episode where my mom's cousin taped it and she ran over because Nick got thrown in a garbage compactor. Oh my God. Like, how are we going to know if Victoria is going to just destroy Victor and move on to someone else? I don't 
don't know what's going to happen now. Is Victor still in Young and the Restless? Sure is. That guy's been on that show for like 90 years. Well, this is the thing about these shows. They've run basically continuously for years and years. This is the first time they've stopped running them. Uh, I feel bad for anybody who watches those shows. Now they'll have to watch something good. Um, Some good news. General Hospital, if that's your story, it'll probably run out in May. Days of Our Lives. Got shows right into mid-October. Jump ship and go to a different soap. I had one of those blissful moments over the weekend. I noticed that my grass needed cut. So that's exciting. I finally get to cut grass. Ooh. That what constitutes excitement in your life now? Pretty much. It's Ooh. an event. Ooh. There's no other events going on. Fair enough. But I had an event scheduled for myself to cut the grass. Got the lawnmower out of the garage. I didn't even really tune it up. I filled it up with some gas. And I could not believe it when I pulled the cord and it started the first time. First try on the first lawnmower of the season. It was just such an incredible feeling because I'm used to having really old motors. I got a new one a couple years ago. It's just glorious. The fact that it just went on that first pull made my heart flutter. Oh, it was nice. I'm happy for you, man. Yeah. Is that what's considered bliss for homeowners? Pretty much. I rent. There's a guy who comes and does it for me. The bar's pretty low right now and that was pretty exciting. And I look at him through the blinds in my house. Highlight of my weekend. Good for you, buddy. First time. I'm happy for you. Yeah. I'd give you a high five, but COVID. You were talking about how the uh, Sauble Bayfield Conservation Authority, they're doing some uh, surveys that you can get involved in. Something to do maybe while you're on lockdown. It reminded me of something my family used to do. 15 years straight, we would go out, listen for the American Woodcock. I don't know how we got signed up for this, but we did it for years. And then this year, they actually canceled it because of the coronavirus. This is what we were listening for. We'd go to various locations and listen for the sound. <laughs> Sounds like someone's getting electrocuted or something. <laughs> but that's exactly what it sounded like. And it was so exciting when you actually heard one and you had to mark it down, the consistency, where you heard it at. It was, it was actually a lot of fun. We'd make a night of it. And I'm disappointed that it was canceled this year because it would have been something to do. Kids, this is what senior citizens do. They go outside and they listen for woodcocks. The American woodcock. Did your kids ever joke about woodcock? My wife and I, we used to always say, hey, we're going out to uh, listen for woodcocks. And they thought that was code for something else. Son, watch your brother and sister. Your mother and I are going to watch for woodcocks. <laughs> really? We're going to listen for the bird. Dad, how was I born? Well, son, your mother and I were woodcock looking the other day. Those bird surveys. So, of course, we all miss things being normal. We miss the before times. We miss going to the gym. You miss going to rock climbing things. I miss smiling. There's one business you wouldn't think people would miss. We talked about how we're worried about what hairdressers are going to have to face in a couple months. You know who I worry about? The dentists. Seriously. Oh, what they're going to have to deal with. The teeth. They're going to be disgusting when we finally get back to the dentist. Been thinking about mine a lot, man. I need a cleaning bad. Oh, I know. And we're eating more sugar going to be messy. But dentists are saying, please, please continue brushing, flossing your teeth during this pandemic. Even though your routine is upset, you don't know if it's morning or night. Flossing is one of those things you hate doing it, but once it's done, it feels good. Yeah. Uh, my son thinks he's getting his wisdom teeth. We might have to make a call. Ooh, the wisdom teeth are yeah. a rough one. Poor guy. But they give you some good drugs after the wisdom teeth. My mom was telling me the stuff I was saying to the doctor after the surgery. 
but before I got home, I was still woozy off the meds. Mm-hmm. And apparently I was offering to drive home. I was being flirtatious with a receptionist from what I understand. I thought you were going to say you were being flirtatious with your mom. Probably that too. <laughs> I probably wasn't. She just didn't want to. She probably tells her shrink that. And the other reason to keep up good oral hygiene is that we're going to be smiling pretty big when this is all over. This is true. And you don't want people looking at you being like, ooh, ooh. guys oh. hasn't seen the dentist in a couple of years. He's got COVID mouth. Yeah. <laughs> COVID mouth. COVID mouth. Ooh, people are going to have COVID mouth. Yeah. Trademark Matt Hussey. You heard it here first on Country 104.9. I've always said everything is better when goats are involved. People do goat yoga now. Who said that? Well, why are they adding goats to things if they're not so great? Because people have too much time on their hands. Now there is Goat Zoom. Okay, now if you're not familiar with Zoom, it's a service where you can video chat your family for 40 minutes at a time. So there's this farm in California for $100. It'll let you invite one of their goats or llamas. They actually also have sheep, pigs, turkeys, cows. Invite these farm animals to be part of your Zoom meetings. This will spice up the work meeting, wouldn't it? How much is this? Hundred bucks. Hundred bucks, they'll bring a turkey to your meeting and you can have a turkey on your webcam while you talk to your boss. And I think some of it goes to charity. So it'd be worth it. It's a way that your company could support some charities and have goats. How awesome is this? Are city people that naive? <laughs> Dude, city people will buy anything. You can invite them to your farm. It's like, you can shovel horse crap for us. And you pay us, of course, and you get the privilege of having the farm experience. Well, cow cuddling was all the rage last year. <laughs> people were paying farmers to like use their cow as a pillow, basically. That's awesome. So local farmers, here's an opportunity. While people are on lockdown, offer out your goats. Explore some of that sweet city money. You're welcome, farmers. Can you spell canceled? Oh, what a bad opening line to this bit. (laughs) The annual Scripps National Spelling Bee canceled. Nerds! (laughs) (laughs) I love watching this spelling bee. It's usually on ESPN. It's a sport. Accomplished sport. It's a a sport like golf is a sport. It's not to say there's not skill involved, but you don't need to lift weights to do it. Have you ever watched it, though? It is intense. Those kids take it serious. Big close-up on the kid's face, and, and they're always trying to buy time. Like, can you say that word in a sentence? Can you say it with a German accent? Can you say it with a adjective and a verb attached to it. No parlay anglais. It's like, just spell the word already. Spell the damn word. And then they pan to the parents in the audience who look like the kids are going to be in trouble when they get home if they don't spell it right. Beat their kids is what you meant well, to say. I would hope not. They look like they're going to beat their kids into spelling properly. But our hearts go out to all these spellers who don't get to spell this year and I feel sorry for ESPN. Even the worst thing that they air is cancelled. They don't even have spelling. <laughs> they don't even have words. New York man, he put up flyers seeking girlfriend for coronavirus. Are you looking for a healthy, attractive, and well-employed man? (laughs) So well-employed you can afford to print out all these flyers at Kinko's. He says he's germ-free, healthy, fit, and clean. And he's also looking for a woman of the same description. How did he phrase that? Looking for a girlfriend for coronavirus? Seeking girlfriend for coronavirus. Is he looking to infect himself? That's what it sounds like. Not well-worded. You gotta be careful with your 
your words in this time of coronavirus. Plus, what if you decide to take him up on his offer? He's looking for a long-term relationship and you don't like this guy. Well, then you leave, Matthew. That's how dates work. This works in New York City because there's a lot of people in New York City. You want to do something like this in Huron County, you can't put a poster board at the power line at Bayfield Town Hall. But people will see it because there's no events going on right now. So This is true. There's tons of places to put signs up. All the other signage is down. <laughs> right under the dog poo bag dispensers on the square here in Godrich. Then people have a convenient bag to dispose of your sign. There you go. Uh-huh. You, you can have a billboard at the Amberley gas station. You'll get a lot of prank calls, though. Those guys who work at the Bruce, they do not mess around. They'll, no. they'll have a good time if you give out your phone number. Dogs are finally getting off their behinds, getting off the couch and joining the fight against COVID-19. Dogs have had it good, right? Extra walks, probably extra food too, because they're bored as well. But people have successfully trained dogs to detect malaria and other diseases. So now they're attempting to train them to sniff COVID-19. And they're pretty confident these dogs will be able to sniff out the COVID, the Corona, COVID collies. That's what we need. (laughs) You're very proud of yourself for that one. Canines for COVID, they should call it. Matt's already named the organization that doesn't exist yet. I'm just amazed, though, that they would be able to sniff the COVID out from all the scented hand sanitizers and whatnot. My house just smells of sanitizer and disinfectants and cleaners. Like, ugh. I go home and all I smell is cleaners. Yeah, Uber's not smelling the COVID. All he's smelling is cleaners. I kind of miss the wet dog smell. The cleaner smell is just, it's getting to me. You know the pandemic is bad when you miss the smell of wet dog. They got to get cats involved in this fight. Yeah. I mean, they've already trained cats to avoid people with COVID-19. Right. But but to be fair, those same cats avoid everybody, including people confirmed with COVID-19. Yeah, so it's not very effective. Yeah, it's not confirmed in the lab yet. Municipality of South Huron made a Facebook post saying, please stop using those flushable wet wipes. They don't break down like normal toilet paper and it's causing some backing up in our sewers. So flushable wipes aren't flushable. Yeah, it's really counterintuitive, right? (laughs) Why are they allowed to put that on the packaging? Because it's not against the law yet for some reason, but I don't know, maybe we need this. Saying, hey, you can't write flushable on the package if it's not in fact flushable. Yeah, just call them wipes. And there are photos on the Facebook page that if you don't have a weak stomach, you got to stick to the three P's. Poop, pee, and toilet paper, which there's a T in there, but we'll forgive them. What about uh, parsnips, porridge, and pea soup? Is that allowed? Uh, The pea soup, maybe, but just to be safe, maybe don't do that one. Okay. Also not flushable. Barbie dolls, last night's prime rib dinner, not going to flush. No. But your property tax notice, that will flush. Oh, that's That's on flushable paper. That's flushable. I bet all the germaphobes that existed before this coronavirus hit are probably being hailed almost as heroes now. Now we're all germaphobes. It's a big I told you so. Yeah. There used to be a bit of a stigma surrounding this. And there's something you've always done. You've always hated shaking people's hands. And I've noticed this when people come into the studio for the entire winter, use fist bump from a distance. I'll give you a friendly wave because I'm fighting something off. That's your go-to to basically not let them know that you're actually a germaphobe. Sometimes I play along with it too because I'm thinking, yeah, good idea. Why should we get the cold or the flu? This is how I stay healthy all year long. But now this is the new normal. 
which is kind of nice. So there's a lot of different things that previously had stigmas attached to them that are now cool. Reclusiveness is now called social distancing. The crazy cat lady had it right. She just stays inside with their 30 cats all day long, not talking to anybody. She's now the safest person on the planet. She's now called just the cat lady. Totally. Introverts. Now they're called heroes. Not shaking any hands, not talking to anybody, not getting that COVID spittle all over the place. You can't scroll through your Facebook or Instagram feed without seeing whipped coffee. It's the latest food craze. (laughs) It was bread for a few weeks. Now people are whipping up coffee. I'm thinking it's somewhat related to us being on lockdown and having a little bit more time because it takes a little bit of time, but it's easy. Instant coffee, granulated sugar, hot water. Equal parts. Equal parts. One, one, and one is the ratio. That's it. Just whip it five to ten minutes. Do you whip it good? Yeah, I whipped it really good. Real good. Oh, what a bad song. So I decided to do this because we were having crepes. Look at you, fancy pants. We were having crepes. And honestly, it was the most delicious thing. A little bit of Greek yogurt on the crepe with this whipped coffee. I'm going to make whipped coffee and just eat it by the spoonful. It's delicious. You mix it in with some bourbon, have it with breakfast. It's fantastic. And I was super wired after it too because it's you use quite a bit of coffee. Because we're on lockdown and on a Saturday morning during lockdown, why not get sloshed at 8.30 in the morning with the kids? It's great. Kids, you're going to try bourbon today. Stop crying! The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.